Hi guys, I'm Caitlin and I'm Courtney and we are the The Florida Florida Girlies. Unfortunately, we just recorded like for 15 minutes and it did stop right away. <laughs> Within eight bars. Yeah. We're figuring out GarageBand. So uh, if we're, we're not upset. as funny, it's because we've already said all our funny but bits. But also some of you might not even think we're funny in general, which would be deeply upsetting for me because <laughs> I think we're hilarious. <laughs> Um, but anyway, we, we started going, let's just start from the top. Yeah. Let's do some life updates. Okay. We'll just redo them. Well, I'm, I'm alive. (laughs) (laughs) I know everybody was very concerned about me when I almost overdosed on vitamins, but I, I didn't die. I'm here. Made it through. We did skip last week. But there were some it conspiracy theories that Courtney podcasted by herself last week because I was dead. No, a week before. I remember we went off air last oh, week. Oh, yeah. It's been a minute. I'm so glad to be back. I know. Me too. I, I missed you so bad. I, I said too. that when I walked through her door, too. I don't know why I always look at the screen I know, when I'm like talking to them. Well, I'm maybe like, it's like, not even there. <laughs> Wait, yeah, that actually makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like make eye contact with the screen like it's you guys <laughs> like we can see you yeah. all <laughs> i wish we could that would be so nice <laughs> that oh. would be so fun i have been listening to several podcasts lately that do live shows and that is a big time goal for me big time goal yeah, i don't know where us. we would go where what the monkey bar i mean i mean <laughs> <laughs> no like actual tours no, I like know, I know, I know. <laughs> the monkey bar if we get to it. that point we'd love to we'd love to be able to actually laugh with you guys because yeah or or maybe not maybe you're not laughing at us i don't know but <laughs> uh, hopefully um but what were you saying because i literally just lost my full train of thought um when <laughs> <laughs> literally just now we're both no. losing it it is 11 o'clock at night on yeah t- wednesday mm-hmm. it's wednesday before we release on friday obviously yeah i got here Two hours ago, <laughs> I forgot the cord to record. I had to go back home, get it. And we went on our little rant about how we're forgetting everything this week. Like yes, because Mercury is in retrograde. Retrograde. <laughs> we're falling apart. Yeah, essentially. Tell, tell the people again, even though they didn't hear the first time, <laughs> what's been going on in your life. Okay, so my life updates were basically that. I didn't die and that my life is in shambles. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. She didn't die. Oh, yeah. We yeah. were gone for a week, mm-hmm. but it's not because you passed away. It's not because I passed. I am indeed here and going to be telling you a story today. I'm so excited. It's yeah. been a minute. I haven't heard you tell a story in a little while. I know. It feels good to be with you again in podcast. My boyfriend mm-hmm. had the audacity to say, excuse me, I burped uh, <laughs> the other day. He was like, well, maybe 
be, because it's been so so hard like scheduling stuff it's just not the right time for the podcast i was like well that's a bunch of baloney like no. i'm we're gonna i'm committed to this like we're yeah. gonna keep doing it i am too and i know it's been really hard because i have especially been busy the past like month or s- several months i don't know because i'm back to flying and i also have a cleaning business and I'm also a mother and like a mother <laughs> in the past <laughs> couple of weeks, especially because I I left on a trip to visit my brother with my family, which was why I wasn't here the week before last. Mm-hmm. And um, then directly after that, I had to go on a work trip to Hawaii, which was really fun, but also exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, a bitch is busy and it's just been really hard to for both of us to get together because Courtney's super busy too. I mean, yes and no. I just go to and from my hometown to Orlando Mm -hmm. at least four times a week. Like I have been to and from just since Friday Mm -hmm. to and from like four times. Yeah. And it's, it's not, it's not even another Friday. Like I've gone through two tanks of gas. Like I'm tired. Yeah. It's a lot, but you're definitely more tired than me. You have a baby. (laughs) You have two jobs. I yeah. I don't know if I said this in this recording or the one that we lost, <laughs> but I also addressed this like a few weeks ago in our podcast. But I just want to lay on the couch like a slug for like two weeks. I think that was our last recording, and yeah. I agreed with you yeah. ten minutes ago, and I agree with you now. <laughs> it's just, it's just exhausting being alive. I Isn't need a break. <laughs> we we were like, well, I'm not going to go s- super into it, but we were like, dang, like life feels hard to live right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way. The more I open up about it, more people are like me too. Like it's, I, it's hard to get mercury. out of bed. It's hard to like enjoy anything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm forcing myself to go to stuff, but I'm not having that much fun. It just sucks. Yeah. I don't know. And like, this is supposed to be such a great time of year, but mm-hmm. it's so hot right now too. Like, I don't even feel. I mean, it's September. It's, it's a weird still transition, hot in Florida, but like every year. But it's yeah, it is for Florida especially because it's like you're technically transitioning to fall, but not really in Florida because it's still hot as balls. And there's no leaves changing. There's yeah. no evidence of seasons shifting Mm -hmm. i mean we don't even get like a little bit of cool weather until january and even then it like at the lowest it gets to be like maybe maybe 45 i don't know last year i don't know when it it was like probably around christmas but there was like something happening on the beach it might have been surfing santa's oh yeah oh i remember so cold like i it was painful but I'm also, well, also a wimp. W- wind breeze <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. That'll do it. But regardless, the point is, it's a hard transition. It doesn't feel good right now. Mm-hmm. But we're showing up yeah, everywhere mm-hmm. in our lives. And we're doing our best, which and is all anybody really can do. Yeah. And once we all collectively come out of this, <laughs> we will feel so good. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Did you hear that COVID is coming back apparently? Yeah, I could care less at this point. <laughs> uh, that's a Florida take across <laughs> all of Florida. I'm, d- I'm too tired to care. Yeah, I'm like at this point, like if it gets me, because I got vaxxed 
a couple years ago and mm-hmm. I'm like, if it gets me now, it got me before, but if it gets me again, it gets me again. Like there's mm-hmm. at this point I've shaken hands with it. I'm like, if that is how I go, I will do my due diligence to not get it. Cause I don't want to be sick, but yeah, obviously if it's how I go, it's how I go. Is it really like, are they talking about shutting things down again? Yeah, dude. There's oh another strain God. and there's like, ma- not mandatory, but there are a couple of counties in New York and LA that are, I don't want to say that they are r- requiring it, but they're recommending to require it. Mm. That'll, that'll never happen in Florida. Like in our County, when oh yeah, even like at the <laughs> very beginning, like everyone was out and about, there were not that many reported cases here. I think a lot of people probably got it and just mm-hmm. like suffered through it. But mm. when I feel like people even probably in like New York and, and stuff are not going to listen this time around. Yeah. <laughs> like they're just going to be like, whatever. I feel like LA uh, or at least like LA County, like that area, like they're pretty good about it, but mm-hmm. I have a hard time believing everyone's going to go along with it. At yeah, this point. it's oh, it's going to be an outrage. And our like economy sucks because of all of the stimuluses we received. Mm-hmm. That's why we're in such a rut right now. That is insane. So, but it's everywhere. For the our whole world. Nice. Like, uh, what was suffering. it like? Eight hundred dollars. I got a couple grand. Oh, I don't remember. But oh. I know it was a. Like, I wonder if you can retroactively times. claim that if you didn't. <laughs> But it just like got sent to you. So I yeah. don't know. But anyway, wow, we're really going on about how life I sucks know, right now. I know. <laughs> it's not that bad. Like we live beautiful lives. Yeah. Like I have to remind myself that every day. Like at the end of the day, we are housed. Yes. We have our health. Mm-hmm. We have our families. We're not trying to be negative. We're just trying to be real with y'all. Yeah. We're like... I'm not going to come on and just be like, everything's awesome when... Yeah, that's not how we are in real life, and that's yeah. not how we're going to be like this either. Yeah, I just want to be real, but also life is still good, and we have so much to be thankful about, and yeah. I'm thankful that I'm here. Me too. I'm just thankful that I'm hanging out with you. Me too. I missed you so much. I missed you too. <laughs> Dude, it's hard. I like. I'm in my 30s. I know you've said before, you're like, I'm, I'm pretty much in my 30s. Mm-hmm. um it just feels like hard to like see people that you really care about Mm because everyone moves and you know has their own stuff but it's so nice when you can connect i'm gonna hold your hand (laughs) (laughs) i just had to give you a little squeeze (laughs) um yeah no it does make it feel more special because so many of my friends are so far Mm -hmm. away and i like get to see them maybe two or three times a year at the most and yeah, it makes it super special to have friends that are right down the road. I know. I know. I love it. I love it too. <laughs> well, that kind of brings me to my one of my life updates. So my boyfriend was in Poland for two weeks and he returned. And obviously I'm very grateful he's home. Um, but I also, while he was gone, I went up. And I think I might have mentioned this in one of our podcasts, but I went up to uh, Santa Rosa beach. I think that yeah. wasn't one of ours. Yeah, you did. And I got to see some friends that, you know, they all live in different States. It's not even like <laughs> they're all in one place. They're all in different places. Um, and then even in the two weeks, like I think I hung out with friends one time 
in that two weeks outside of that trip. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the time I painted. That's my life update. I love painting now. That's so nice. (laughs) Oh, I love that. She's in her artist era. I Wait, did you see the picture that I posted on Instagram of the painting? Yes. Dude, paint by numbers for adults is where it's at. Like it took so so much focus and time, but... I don't know. Now I definitely have like a whole new appreciation for painters mm-hmm. because I'm like, holy cow, their strokes are so beautiful. Oh, the yeah. colors are beautiful. I'm like, mine looks like crap. It literally, I mean, like no. I literally just painted in the lines. <laughs> like whoop de doo I get a medal. Like, no, you don't realize how hard it is until you try it and you are severely humbled because <laughs> my, one of my best friends, um, Morgan, she is a painter and we would have like wine nights and I like wanted to participate cause it is so fun. We'd have like wine slash painting nights and it was humbling. Mm-hmm. Like, and she would create these beautiful pieces and I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I'm Here's just here. my dog. <laughs> I painted a little dog. Yeah. So it's hard and people are very talented that. Yeah. 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 I do it a lot. Um, I don't, I mean, I mean, I'm having like a, an existential crisis. That's my other life update. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like, you know, for work and where I live, like, mm-hmm. I just don't know what I'm doing with my life. Oh, that's another thing. I picked up music again. I started writing a song with one of my Yay. friends, Chelsea, last week. Oh, stop. I bet that's so I'm beautiful. I'm really excited. She has like this full setup in her house. She has like a full studio mm-hmm. and wow. she produces and pretty excited about that i don't know if i'll ever like meet public ears but it's i hope nice so for me i remember like, it feels good in high school you and chelsea would play <laughs> and sing for for all of us probably just me and emily but i loved that and i think about it all the time it's so beautiful they both have incredible voices chelsea literally like her voice just gives me chills like mm-hmm. she could sing for like four bars and i'm like uh that's how I feel about you. Oh, wow. Thank you. Know. <laughs> you would have not said that at karaoke on Sunday. I oh. sang My Own Worst Enemy. <laughs> and uh, that is the one where it's like the, my car's in the front yard. Oh, my and God. With my and then the other sang- song I sang was Colors of the Wind by Pocahontas. Oh, I love No, wait. <laughs> it was I not the vibe. No one liked it except for like four really? girls. Really? I would have yeah. been... <laughs> sobbing because Savannah was crying I literally walked over and she had tears streaming down her face she was like that was beautiful I was like (laughs) you're so drama shut up no that would have been me because I also think about that all the time driving around in your old Ford Explorer or what it was Mm -hmm. Ford Explorer yeah and you would play that all the time and you would sing that like just sing your heart out to Pocahontas and it was so beautiful I would just sit in the back and admire and cry and have chills oh my gosh (laughs) something I do want to get into is theater and I think we should should. probably audition for something together at the playhouse eventually when I have time have time to breathe again I would love that because I miss it so much dude I do were you there when I auditioned Mm -hmm. the one for Annie for Annie Mm -hmm. and I forgot halfway through what the lyrics were and everyone was screaming at that it's on youtube somewhere really yeah i don't know why i put it up and i don't know why i can't remember the login to take it down but it's up there alongside my american idol audition i was gonna bring that up (laughs) so 
like 16 cringe no i thought it was so cool it was a great experience i was so depressed not going through to the the next round Mm -hmm. i didn't sing for like a year and a half i was like like that shit is rigged it's not rigged it's not but they do a lot of they do take a lot of personalities Mm -hmm. and you have to have like a crazy story background i didn't even have a chance to tell a story like the first round i don't know if i've ever told you this but the first round it was literally in the amway center in orlando Mm -hmm. it was just a big stadium and there's tons of different like panel tables Mm -hmm. and like four or five people go up at a time and you basically they call you you just like step out of line you sing your like 30 seconds of a song and then they ask you to step back and the next one goes through and either someone all of you or none of you go through no one in my line got pulled wow that's so crazy and it was over like so fast but the waiting line was like forever Mm -hmm. why are we the way we literally just chat how long has it even been i know a while (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sorry it's been a while since we've gotten to do a podcast together Mm-hmm. So we have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, literally. And we've already been hanging out for like two hours and mm-hmm. we've already been talking. Like my mouth is dry. <laughs> so I'm going to have to take like a, a drink pause in a moment. But yeah, we just, we really needed some people yeah. around us lately, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> I just needed to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when I go a couple weeks without like seeing you or Morgan or like, that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, Listen, I believe in quality over quantity, so I have two friends. I mean, s- same. Like, but like, I now only have one friend in Orlando who, like, it's Savannah. She's yeah. my ride or die. And then Maya, who I've been hanging out with a lot more lately. But mm-hmm. I've only hung out with one-on-one with her one time. Mm-hmm. When you get older, you just, like, I don't know. I feel like everyone just moves away and yeah. everybody has their lives. Well, yeah. And you do really realize, like, who's going to be there for you and who you want to spend your time with. The like, ride or dies. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, what the fuck was I saying? When you do hang out with people. Oh, when I, when I, <laughs> I <laughs> go like I two weeks without seeing you guys, I'm like, I have so much to divulge. Just a lot, you know? And it feels good. It does. Not when we were in high school and when we would literally see each other every day of our lives yeah. somehow and never get bored mm-hmm. and never and always have things, things to talk say. about or yeah. do <laughs> like i want that energy back so bad yeah if i could go back i would simply to somehow bottle that up mm-hmm. and bring it i mean that's completely impossible <gasps> oh maybe i call the guy <laughs> who uh remember that florida story where he went and got advice and he what was it <laughs> He no he he stole he abducted a scientist oh, to keep yeah. his dog alive. Yeah. I need a scientist to bottle up my emotions Aww. from 16 and give them to me now. Okay, let's go kidnap one. <laughs> <laughs> um that's alleged, that's alleged. <laughs> okay, we should probably get into this probably case before my baby wakes up and <laughs> ruins the podcast. Literally knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Courtney doesn't know this, but this case was actually requested. (gasps) By whom? By our dear friend from high school, Manta. Oh, Oh, yes. He messaged me on Instagram. Yeah. And (laughs) I'm so excited because I was going to say something to you. Yeah. I'm so glad. Did he like DM you like personally? Actually, it was to the 
the podcast. Okay. Yeah. And I, it was in our message request because I didn't realize we only follow like us. And so it went straight to a request and it, I saw it like two weeks later and I was like, oh, I, I got so excited. Well, so. It, uh, he hit my DMs personally too. and was like, I don't know if you're going to see this because I think it might have gone to re- message request. And I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. But mm-hmm. we were in our little hiatus. So I was like, yeah. I'll just get back to this completely forgot until you just said I'm that. so I glad so you didn't glad. see it because I was like okay I'm gonna do this case and yay surprise. Manta yeah so thank you Manta we, we love, love you, you so much congratulations on your recent oh nuptials God, so cute you and Tommy are literally the cutest people I've ever seen in my life I know I love it hubbies babies so cute I love you guys okay so this is the case of the murder of Misty Morse. Have you heard anything about this? No. Okay. Wonderful. Which is why I was like pumped to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, ooh, 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 something I've never heard of. Can't yeah. Wait. And now, <laughs> yay. I'm so okay. excited. So this case takes place in Brevard County, Florida. Oh my goodness. Am I till I die? <laughs> if you don't know Brevard County, uh, it's along the east coast of Florida. And it's known for its subpar beaches. Subpar. Oh, also, it is where the last case I covered last week is located. Last week oh, yeah. was in Malabar, which is on the south end of Brevard. Yeah. Which city is this one in? This one is in Merritt Island, Florida. Oh, shit. The day <laughs> ones know. Yeah. So it's it hits close to home because it's very near where... We grew up mm-hmm. and it's, yeah, it's crazy. What year? Sorry. In 2000. <gasps> yeah. So it's like not, I mean, it's, I guess it's not super recent. I was like, it's not that long ago. Oh my God. It's 23 years ago. No, just 20. 23. Oh my God. I need to go back to school. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That was a, I was seven. How old were you? in 2000 i was like five okay yeah dang yeah so yeah we wouldn't have remembered anyway why did i the whole time i was doing this case i was like oh my god 2000 so recent (laughs) bye okay (laughs) anyway (laughs) um brevard county is and Merritt island in general is just normally a relatively safe area like it's pretty family friendly and i mean there are some questionable questionable areas but like in general it's pretty safe uh so this is the case of misty morse misty morse was a 22 year old woman who lived with her mom linda morse in satellite beach she worked as a waitress and her father described her as a friend magnet oh and she that she had a personality type that just drew people in and you couldn't help but love every time you try to burp i'm like what are you trying to say to me because you're like Dang it, and i mute chest. my mic and everything <laughs> and then you call me out <laughs> <laughs> sorry um okay. so she had a personality type that drew you in and you just couldn't help but love her is how she was described by her dad hmm. he also said that she was a free spirit And it was said that she was dating a couple guys on and off. And from the more I got into this case, the more I was like, Misty, 
you are in your hoe era or your party girl era. We actually love the hoe era, just in case that isn't clear by her tone. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I was like, go there. girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so when she wasn't working, she was often going out to parties and she, she stayed out late most nights. And July 19th of 2000 was like any other weekend. Misty got off work and she comes home to get ready for a night out, which was already almost at like midnight. <laughs> Again, been there. Yeah. Especially at 22. It Reading that, I was like, oh my God, I'm so old because <laughs> you will not catch me out past no. 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> not on these days. Um, but so she was, she came home and was getting ready and her mom was, had fallen asleep on the couch, but recalls hearing her take a shower and blow dry her hair and also answer a couple of phone calls that will be important later. Okay. Um, and she headed out for the night around midnight actually. Okay. When Linda woke up to get ready for work at 3am. Oh yeah. Ridiculous. Her daughter hadn't yet returned. She came home from work that afternoon to find no sign of her still. But she mentioned that it was pretty common for Misty to like kind of go off on her own for yeah. a day or two and not really say much. So she wasn't concerned. But then her mom sees that her wallet is at home and her keys are at home. And when she tries to call her, her phone is dead. Mm. She opens her wallet to find that her ID is missing. So the only thing she left home with was her ID for some reason. Okay. Okay. Also been there. I've totally like mm -hmm. shoved just my ID in like a tiny little bag. Mm -hmm. with, like a lip Yeah. Gloss. For a night out. Yeah. Cause you're like, I don't want to carry anything. I want right. to dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she starts to get concerned. And by day four with no word of Misty, Linda was worried sick. Oh, day four. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of a long time to not hear. Yeah. Anything on July 23rd, just nine miles away, a retired judge named Lawrence Anderson was walking on his back patio in Merritt Island, Florida, when he suddenly uh, was hit with a putrid smell. Oh, no. And he looks around and sees what he thought was possibly a dead manatee floating in the Indian River. Oh, God. When he got closer, he realizes it is the body of a young woman. This kicks off an investigation right away. And at first, investigators thought maybe this person could have fallen overboard or had some kind of accident. Um, but once they arrived at the scene, they found that the victim was naked, bound with rope and duct tape oh, over shit. her eyes and mouth. And there were, there were grocery bags, Publix grocery bags to be specific, tied to her legs that were filled with rocks so she oh my god yeah so ugh. obviously at this point a homicide investigation ensues police believe that she had been in the river for about three days and you know if you know anything about florida crime it it's already like not an ideal place for a dead body if like after a few days it's just the like, decomp is yeah the decomp is heavy but since she was in the water too she was heavily heavily decomposed and unfortunately most trace evidence like touch dna or blood evidence or hairs or fibers were washed away in the water mm. 
After the news broke about a female body found in the river, Linda Morse, her mother, feared the worst. She notified Misty's father, Bob Morse, who didn't even actually know that she was missing because uh, he had moved. They split up in about 1996 and he had moved to the West Coast. So he wasn't like in on all the deets all the time. So the next morning, Brevard County Detective Gary Harrell met with medical examiner Bevis or Bevis. I'm not entirely sure. That's okay. Bevis Nobles. Sincerest apologies if we're pronouncing your name wrong. And they discussed the autopsy. Beavis. (laughs) 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 I I can't stop thinking of Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's Bevis, but... (laughs) That's also kind of a weird name. Sorry. But <laughs> no offense. I guess. No no offense, Bevis. Bevis discloses that there were no gunshot wounds or wife wounds. Why does wounds sound like the wrong word? You Wound. said wife wounds. Why? That's why it sounds funny. Like wife wounds. <laughs> no wife wounds. I'm sorry. I am so Knife, I'm I'm assuming. silly goofy right now. I don't know what's going on with me. Dude, it's like eleven thirty, of course. True, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, Bevis discloses that there were no gunshot or knife wounds. Knife wounds. She cannot determine the exact cause of death due to the severe amount of decomposition, but she stated that her guess would be drowning or asphyxiation. Wait, wow. Oh my God, now I can't say it. Asphyxiation. There we go. (laughs) Asphyxiation. That is kind of a difficult word. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like people have shut this off by now. No, (laughs) it's fine. We're goofing. Uh, So it's possible that she was alive when she was thrown into the water, but they don't know for sure. Although Mm. there were not any definitive answers with the cause of death, the items found at the scene did help to give some place to start. The red diamond patterned rope used to tie Misty's arms and legs and the white duct tape over her eyes and mouth were a very specific kind and almost exclusively used by boaters. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the duct tape was actually called sail tape, which I never heard. It means nothing to us because we're not boaters, but yeah, for those boaters day. out there, for the boaters, mm-hmm. you know. So they begin looking for suspects who likely have access to to a boat and are in close proximity to the river or a body of water. Um, and later that day, she was positively ID'd as 22-year-old Misty Morse. Mm. Linda was notified and she was absolutely shattered by the news. Detectives asked if there could anyone that she thinks might have wanted to hurt Misty and she immediately said Brent Hux Misty's ex-boyfriend she said they used to live together and that he was abusive and they broke up over a year ago oh no but the detective didn't want to get tunnel vision basically so he he took down several more names and wanted to like start makes sense just weeding them all out, basically. Yeah. So, Detective Gary asked if there was anyone else that she could 
think of. And she said Misty had a lot of friends, but she wasn't sure which one of those were romantically involved with her. She gave a few more names, which included Caleb Walker, who was basically like a brother to Misty. And when asked about the the night Misty went missing, she disclosed about hearing her get a phone call right before leaving. So she gave a few more names, which included Caleb Walker, who was like a brother to Misty. As the investigation continued, they ended up getting another hit from the duct tape that was found around her eyes and mouth. It was a single hair found on the tape. Oh my gosh. One. One hair. One hair, yeah. Wow. I thought you were saying like, like one. <laughs> one. Here comes the two, to the three, to the four. <laughs> no, it was a single hair, and it wasn't Misty's or the killer's. It was actually a dog hair. Oh, so it's safe to assume the killer had a dog. Had a dog. So now they're looking for somebody who owns a bow and has dogs and. Specifically, like, if they can find these items that, that yeah. like, match up, then they can find their guy. So they start investigating with Caleb Walker, um, which was Misty's like closest, closest, closest guy friend. Yeah. yeah, He was visibly upset and stated that he wished he had spent more time with her. He said the weeks before her disappearance, she was spending most of her time with a new guy she met, 24-year-old Marcus Jeffries. Caleb did not approve of this relationship. I got the feeling that Caleb maybe had a little crushy crush. A little crushy crush. And maybe she didn't reciprocate, but Mm. the world may never know. But he didn't approve of their new relationship and said this guy she met at work and that he was involved in the drug scene and that he was just mm. not a good guy. And the detective's like, at her waitressing job? And he's like, nah, her other job. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. So she w- actually secretly worked at a massage parlor. Really? I didn't even know Brevard had those. Yeah. And it wasn't just any massage parlor. Oh, no. It was a... A massage parlor that offers happy endings, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like, they do a little little bit more than back rubs. (laughs) And... The storyline for a lot of porns, honestly. Yeah. Honestly. (laughs) So, according to her co-worker at the massage parlor, uh, Misty's last last shift at the massage parlor was Wednesday, the night she went missing. Oh, Unfortunately, nothing developed with that, and it did turn into a dead end. However, they began to dig into Mark Jeffrey's background, and it turns out Mans has a rap sheet. Of course, it's Brevard. Yeah. Also, wasn't he the one that was in the drug scene? Yeah. Okay, yeah, checks out. Obviously, yeah. yeah. So he was arrested for burglary, battery, resisting arrest, without violence, theft, and sexual battery. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which is a felony. Mm -hmm. So. Poor thing. They. Six days after Missy disappeared, Marcus arrives at the sheriff's office and he claims he and Misty had only been seeing each other for a couple weeks. The last time he saw Misty was Tuesday, the night before she disappeared. He wanted to see her Wednesday also, but she told him that 
she was planning a birthday party. For who? Does it? Do it you didn't know? say. Oh, yeah. He tried calling her cell and it was dead. And he ended up calling her house phone and spoke with Linda, who, at this point, hadn't heard from her and didn't know anything. So during the investigation, Gary is pulled aside by another detective who asks him if Marcus is in the Navy. He says mm. that he's been asking around about the knots tied um, on the rope around Misty's ankles. And it's apparently a specific kind of knot that is taught in the Coast Guard. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So now they're looking for someone in the Navy who owns a boat and has close access to the river and also has a dog. Hmm. Unfortunately, none of that aligned with Marcus. So he was cleared as a suspect and they moved on to Jeremy Copeland. Well, what about the Jeffries guy? The one who said he called. This is Jeffries. Oh, Marcus Jeffries. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. I was like, wait a second. I forgot his first name. (laughs) Um, Okay, so they moved on to Jeremy Copeland, uh, which Jeremy was one of Misty's more recent male friends, and he lived very close to where Misty's body was found. Hmm. They had started seeing each other just a couple weeks prior, which I'm like, she's, you know, definitely in her whole era. (laughs) 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 She's, yeah, I love it. She's having fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he claims that they only went out once and he had been trying to make plans with her ever since and says that he talked to her the night she went missing around 8.30 or 9 p.m. He says he kept trying to contact her because he had her ID. And they're like, well, you better have a good reason for that. But he claims that they went out and she didn't bring her purse and asked him to hold it. He tells him basically, "You're you got the wrong guy, okay? You should be looking at her ex-boyfriend Brent Hux." He tells police that Brent was abusive to her. He said Brent abused her, would hit her, and even broke her jaw once. <gasps> yeah. Wow. He said although they broke up over a year ago, they were constantly on and off, and that he was an abusive guy, like an ex-Navy SEAL or something. Oh. Is in his words. So, so he was in, was he in the service? Oh, wait, I'll wait till. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, this guy saying Brent Hux is, is an ex-Navy SEAL and that he's all abusive. He's, he's lining up to be the guy. So they go to straight, straight to Brent Hux's house and at this point they are almost 100% sure that they've got the guy. Interesting. Okay. They just have to prove it. Brent was surprisingly forthcoming in his interview with police. He tells them that he met Misty Morse almost two years before she died. He said the relationship didn't last because he found out that Misty had sex with his roommate. Oh. They still continued a sexual relationship despite him being in a new relationship. Huh. Whenever he needed it, he felt that he could call Misty. Whenever he needed it. Yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> Literally. 
the last sexual encounter was about a week before her death. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. This is like really getting convoluted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's so many dudes. So many dudes. (laughs) So little girl. Slow down. (laughs) Brent tells police that he learned that she was spreading a rumor that she was pregnant with his baby and that, Mm. and that's why he called her Wednesday night to talk about it. I see. As the interviewer went on, police noticed two dog bowls on the floor of his kitchen. When questioned, Brent told police that he does have two dogs. At this point, they proceeded to do a search of his residence, and they found a piece of red diamond patterned rope. Oh, shit. Plastic Publix grocery bags, which is not, like, super damning because everybody Everybody goes to Publix. Publix, (laughs) Um, But they also found white sail tape. Oh, that's not looking good, Mm -hmm. bro. All of these items were the exact same found on Misty's body. Along with the pregnancy, they also had a motive. And all of these things together was enough to charge Brent with the murder of Misty Morse. On October 23rd, 2002, Brent Hux was arrested and charged with a felony murder. It took two years. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. At his trial, prosecutors painted a picture of what they believed happened the night Misty was brutally murdered. Okay, quick question. Yeah. Had he gone in for questioning at all and, like, denied it up until this point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He denied it, but there was, like, all this evidence, so. I see. So, uh, so they think, fearing the rumor of... Misty being pregnant with his baby could leak out to his girlfriend. Brent headed to Misty's house and they believe he pretended that he wanted to talk about their relationship and tell her that he wanted to be with her after all because she was like low key after him. Like I think she really wanted to be with him. This is so interesting. Yeah. So they drive back to his house in Merritt Island and from there he does something to drug her. She's then tied up, gagged, and blindfolded and duct taped. Wow. He then loads Misty's body up in his parents' boat and heads to a murky and muddy part of the Indian River. Ties grocery bags around her her feet filled with rocks and tosses her body overboard. Police believe that Misty was still alive during this whole horrific process. Oh, my God. Yeah. On July 11th, 2003, two years after the incident, Brent Hux is convicted of murdering Misty Morse and sentenced to a life in prison. Oh, my gosh. Thankfully, her parents were finally able to get the closure that they deserved. They decided to spread her ashes in the water, and her father Mm. said, quote, I remember a wave just kind of came in and... You could see it carrying her ashes away, almost like it was carrying her home. Oh, my God. And he started to cry in that. And I was like, okay, bye. I'm sobbing. Yeah. And that is the tragic story of the murder of Missy Morse. Wow. Remind me again the full name of the boyfriend, who well, the ex-boyfriend. Brent Hux. Brent Hux. Yeah. Wow. There were so many different people. I really thought for sure it wasn't going to be him because... Of the other connections. 
Yeah. It there was a lot and it's kind of like hard to keep track at some points, but if you held on through that whole <laughs> episode of us being dumb. Uh dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you're a real one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for hanging on. I'm gonna try and cut it up a little bit to yeah. to be a little more precise. And yeah, please. so that no one has to really hear us going off on random tangents. Yeah. But thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. Uh, thank you for doing all the research. Yeah. And thank you, Manta, for requesting. Yes. We're so happy you did. We appreciate you. It Can't believe this happened in Brevard. Another Brevard story. I know. Well, with that, we're going to say goodbye. Thank you for listening. Um, follow us on Instagram if you want to be notified notified <laughs> notified and updated when we post new episodes it's at florida girlies pod mm-hmm. and our email is the same is the same yeah if you have a florida story to tell us any kind of crazy florida story it could be a crime could be like you said a stalker situation mm-hmm. any kind of crazy florida story email us or Submit a voicemail via Spotify. Yes. Uh, the link is in the show notes. So you can tap that and uh, it, it basically just pulls you up to a voicemail. Um, and with that, I think we will sign off. Thank you again for listening and we'll see you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Bye. Bye. <laughs>